I was really lost. It was then when I play pokers、mm-hmm. a lot because I'm really stressful during the during daytime, and I think I need to kind of relax at night. night. Yeah, and then I start to play poker with friends in the apartment. Actually, one of my friends from the poker table who introduced my current job. Just do it and never limit yourself are Air's models. Coming to the states just two years ago from Shenzhen, Air's graduated her masters from USC Annenberg. A job opportunity found her at the poker table. She started working the next day post graduation and got selected for H1B the first try. She is employee number one at a solar energy startup in LA. Everything feels like a gift of life by embracing uncertainty. However, Eris shares with host Rosemary that the biggest struggle for her to stay in the U.S. is actually about the relationship with her parents. In fact, her parents, who are not opponents of having their daughter working so far away from home, do not know about her H-1B selection. How is she handling working in a different country while taking in the stress from the parent-daughter situation? Let's find out. Hi everyone, welcome back to "You're Not Alone: The H-1B Talk" podcast. I'm your host Rosemary. Today we have Eris on my podcast. Who is Eris? She went to the same program as I did. We both went to USC Annenberg's. Strategic Public Relations Master, and then she's also my neighbor. We live in the same apartment building, and then we're gym buddies. We also eat all a lot together.、Mm-hmm. And then、yeah. um, she's a food influencer on Chinese social media, Little Red Book. And who is Iris? Hi everyone, it's Iris here, and thank you for having me. Cause um, it's actually my first time recording a podcast. <laughs> and I really like your idea of building up a place for us international students to share our experience with H one B process, because you know everyone's like so struggle through through this job hunting after graduation, and I feel honored to share my story with you guys, and hope my story could make you know your audience feel that you're not alone. Yeah. So back to how we met each other.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> we actually met through Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> we we started out as Zoom friends. Yeah. Because we always just see each other on Zoom, and then after class, no one barely talked to each other. So、mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe I should start like a Zoom chat so that we can have a place for all of us to, you know, just talk, talk for a little bit, get、mm-hmm. to know each other. Yeah. And back then, I didn't, you know, know much people from our program because, you know, everyone just like a tiny box on your on screen. My, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and when you, you know, said that, you know, you're gonna set up a Zoom meeting for everyone to chat there,、mm-hmm. I felt like because、um, Rosemary seems like I would say independent, so that's why I turned to her when I was, you know. Trying to find like a an apartment here, 
and that's how we ended up to be neighbors. Thank you for you know trusting my judgment on selecting apartment. Absolutely, I just meant to be here. Live in my current apartment and found a job. And eventually got selected. So basically, I help you find the job. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> introducing the the apartment to me. <laughs> okay, I think that means like I'm probably gonna get a job while I'm still living in this apartment.、Mm-hmm. While maybe is you know from someone who also lived in this apartment. Yeah, We never、maybe. know.、Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm interviewing you to you know have you share about the journey. But、yeah. before we delve into how you you know find your job and then we want to know a little bit more of like you know how everything got started. So the question would be, why did you want to come to the U.S. to study in the first place? Well, that's a story that might be. Track back to my middle school when I started to、mm-hmm. watch some like TV series, um, like um Friends or like Gossip Girls, and since then there's a, always a voice inside me, you know, calling me to come here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And before I actually came here to study, I never actually lived any places besides Shenzhen for more than a year, and I really wanted to do that. So I did a lot of travel, and I remember the brief on my plane back to China from LA, because、mm-hmm. you know I just think that I I wanted to see more sunset or like to enjoy the beach here more, yeah. And Cali life. Yeah. So after I decided to have my grad school, LA is the place, and USC was, you know, at the top of my list. Yeah. Wow. You're a true Trojan. <laughs> From many years ago, your heart belongs to LA, and then you actually moved here and then went to USC.、Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that I finally, you know, came here because I really enjoy my life here. I could tell you really, you know, do enjoy your life here. That you even became a food influencer. Do you want to share that side of? You a little bit, yeah, sure. After graduation, I just felt like I started to, you know, get a life here、mm-hmm. in LA, and I wanted to explore the city more. So that's when I came up with the idea, you know, to do some food review videos on、mm-hmm. Chinese social media because, uh, I I feel like there's a lot of post, you know, posting the same restaurant or like places that. You know, everyone would go,、mm-hmm. but there's more restaurant and places that nobody knows. Probably that's why I like to like go out and eat with you. And also, I I think it's because we like really want to try new things. Yeah, yeah. We we always save like a lot of like new restaurants to our list,、mm-hmm. and then just like compare the list, and then just like pick one and then go. We just do it. Uh huh. And I, and there's a lot of restaurant like from different. Different countries in、mm-hmm. LA, and you got to ch- taste like um different foods here. So、mm-hmm. I really liked it. I mean, you are like a food influencer, but but that's just you know like one side of you.、Mm-hmm. Your full time job has to do with the solar industry.、Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't know much about solar industry besides、mm-hmm. solar panels、yeah. and besides like. You can actually put solar panels on on, on top on the, of your roof. Actually, can be put on the ground. 
but it's gonna take up a lot of place. So there, uh, no one used their uh, roof, so that's why it's put on there. Yeah, solar expert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> Tell us more about like solar and you know like how you find the job and you know just everything. Mm-hmm. So I started job hunting after I decided to stay here and. The other reason that I want to stay is because um, <laughs> I feel like so inspired to do uh, some food reviews here. Mm-hmm. So that's why I want to stay. And it was the most frustrating time, you know, to feel lost in the darkness of self-doubt during, you know, job hunting. Very relatable. Mm-hmm. Especially for last year. And yeah. like the whole market is really intense. Mm-hmm. and like those big companies are doing job cuts not to mention like uh, you need to get a job as an international student yeah that question yeah. would you now or in the future need sponsorship and what is your answer yeah so every time i saw that question and then i will um put yes there I, and i knew the moment that i'm not gonna get a job so it's like yes on the paperwork, but no inside your heart is like okay, yeah. I'm saying bye to this job. Mm-hmm. And it was then when I started to play poker like mm-hmm. a lot because I was so stressed out, and mm-hmm. that's how I got my job actually from how? playing poker. How? Well, most people, you know, like <laughs> get something else from the poker table but for you you got a job yeah um, so what, what's your secret winning is not my purpose of this game getting a job is no i just liked the experience of you know this game mm-hmm. so how how does playing poker <laughs> opened up your career in the u.s so um each night there will be like 10-ish people join the game and you know when you are playing games, um, it can kind of revolve your personality and also mm-hmm. like your state of mind. Even though we seldom talk about our personal life during the game, and I don't even know like most people's name, but mm-hmm. um, I did edit one of the girls from the table that, that I tried to you know make friendship there because mm-hmm. I felt like she's the one who can you know we can hang out a lot because. We live in the same apartment and we share the same interests of playing poker. <laughs> yeah. And after we hang out a few times and one day she just asked if I am interested in a job opportunity. Ooh, and wow. that's when she introduced this solar company to me. Mm-hmm. And when she's first, you know, threw up the word solar, I have no idea what that is. Like you yeah and like then, like when when iris told me she got a job with a solar company i was like uh solar um <laughs> that's like, so like cool. so, solar energy that was my reaction i'm pretty sure like it was it was the same for mm-hmm. her when yeah. that girl you know like told her about the job opportunity because that's like so far away from our life and it's quite like a new industry here yeah yeah yeah, I wasn't so sure I would whether I'm gonna I'm gonna do this because you know this job just come up come nowhere. Out of I'm throwing a job at you. Okay, and um, but I didn't say I didn't refuse her. 
-hmm. And I said, yeah, I can give it a try. So that's when I started to do some like part-time job for my boss during last semester. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I need to see if I can manage the work. And meanwhile, for my boss to kind of mm, decide whether I am a good employee. Mm -hmm. So it was like a testing out period for both Both you mm -hmm. and the company. Yes. Right after my graduation, I asked if he want me to work for him um, as full time. Mm -hmm. And he said yes. And then when I asked him if he's going to sponsor me. Mm -hmm. Um, And he said definitely. Ooh, definitely. Yeah. We love that answer. (laughs) And at that moment, I was like so regret of putting all my efforts and my time to job hunting before because you know, this job just found me. Those didn't go wasted because imagine if it was so easy for you, you wouldn't be at the poker table. That's how everything started. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So it's all related, right? For sure. Because like, if you change one thing back then, like it probably won't be the same result. Yeah. Like what what if there's like another company, maybe like a tech company that is willing to sponsor, you might take that job. Mm-hmm. Just you at least you know tech better than solar. <laughs> of right? course. Yeah. Yeah. So my my path of finding a job might not be <laughs> that it's, it's very unique, guys. Mm-hmm. So we're not like trying to like recommending you to play poker <laughs> to you know like make your networks, but you know, this just shows how important to, you know, build up your network is. Yeah. Because you never know who's going to be, you know, the next person who's going to, you know, help you find your job. So I can just like share something that happened today. So I had an interview with a recruiter this afternoon. And then she was asking me, you know, all those standard um, screening questions. And then she asked, oh, do you need sponsorship? I said, yes. And then she wasn't sure if the company would sponsor. And then she said, she will find out. And then if the company doesn't, she would personally help me with my job search. I literally wanted to cry. I'm like, wow, this world. Wow, Mm -hmm. like you never know like what's going to happen. It's this kind of like uncertainty that makes me feel like life is, you know, so much fun. Mm -hmm. It's such a fun place to be at. Yeah, and I think you need to like keep... um spreading out the message of you finding a yeah, job yeah when you're finding a job is not just like you finding it it's telling every single one around you mm-hmm, that yeah. you need a job and then you know they will spread the word out for you they'll spread the word out at the poker table hi guys i'm here to play poker and like i need back, a job i think back then on the table like half of us are like doing job search mm-hmm. so yeah i can tell that everyone is frustrated yeah, we were kind of like talking about this on the table. Like, yeah, it's really hard to get hired this year and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think that's when, you know, my friend started to think, consider me to like introduce me to. Everything would just align for you for that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your day-to-day like working at a solar company? because <laughs> it's like a brand new company we can say it's a startup because mm-hmm. and also i'm the first you're the number one number employee. One. <laughs> wow <laughs> look at you iris 
and being like the number one employee <laughs> means that you have to do everything. I mean, the startup life. Yes, I get it. <laughs> I've been there yeah. before. Uh -huh. So um, from recording, like renting warehouses and to marketing, I just do everything. And at first, I think that um, all this work are way um, beyond my road. Yeah, they were not in the job description. Absolutely not. So um, I was you know, so refused to all these things. But the challenge that I took uh, made me realize how powerful I am. Mm -hmm. And made me realize that, okay, I can do a lot of things more than just marketing. Right. And for now, I'm not afraid of any like new challenge. And for me, it's like, okay, when it comes, you just fix it step by step. Yeah, yeah. So like right now, you're more brave, more um calm in terms of accepting all those challenges, including, you know, doing this podcast with me. So thank you. Yeah. No, it's my honor to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and then without knowing, you know, like a lot of things in the industry, you still like went ahead and then do it. I realized that it's not that hard as I thought. Because, um, you know, day by day, when I get in touch with more information within the industry and talk with people within the industry, now I can be like comfortably share stuff with, you know, the solar professionals. Yeah, I, I think like it started out like, you know, like not so much about solar, but like since you're working in the industry, like mm -hmm. each day you're technically like soaking in, mm -hmm. and absorbing in all the all the information. Mm -hmm. Like you speak solar now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can fake a solar professional now. You're not faking it. You are a solar professional. <laughs> it's just like you know, like there's a lot of like technical things relatively young in the industry okay yeah you're not faking it you need to like trust yourself okay you work in the solar industry to me you are the solar <laughs> professional and solar expert but still i have so many things to learn from this industry speaking of learning what have you you know like learned through this experience finding a job and then working in a completely new industry so for me, I think it's just go with the flow and mm -hmm. see what life brings to you. Because everything like this job came over to me and mm -hmm. then all those, you know, things just happen so quickly. And then what I need to do is to accept everything and to, you know, try everything and then figure out a way for myself mm. and to eventually get to where I wanted to be you mentioned that you learn a lot in this um, new role and new industry mm -hmm. and now looking back what is you know the biggest struggle for you in the um, entire process you know finding a job getting a sponsorship and you know learning to speak solar <laughs> <laughs> yeah for me like the answer is like way beyond your <laughs> my description yeah it's through what is that so it's the relationship with my parents is my biggest struggle wow yeah why why is that because um you know back to the moment when i saw like the result from the the website and i got selected how did you feel at that moment 
winning the lottery. To be honest, I don't have much feelings.、Mm. I definitely not feel excited because、um, I'm not sure if it's a good thing because、mm-hmm. my my parents they don't want me to stay here. So they didn't know anything about like OPT or H one B. Mm-hmm. Or even like my master program, they don't even know. Yeah, they I they don't learn like you know what you can do with PR. My parents they're the same. They're like, okay, what exactly are you studying, and then、yeah. what exactly can you do after graduation? Yeah, exactly. And um, and I'm the type of person who cares about um other people's feeling, especially、mm-hmm. like for the、parents. one closest to you. Yeah, and I know them so well that I could. Um, imagine how they will react after they know this thing, like this visa thing. So to be honest, I haven't told them yet till this moment <laughs> that I got the H one B. Wow, <laughs> you're keeping such a huge secret away from them. Yeah, because I tried. I did try to tell them, and I even wrote down the thing that I want to tell them.、Mm-hmm. Um. During my plane back to China a few months ago,、mm-hmm. and when I saw them, and like after they have the conversation with me about you know having me back home,、mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, since you are back, just don't go back to LA, just stay here. And what did you tell them? <laughs> I I said no way because <laughs> <laughs> um you know all my stuff is here and I. I got an apartment here,、uh-huh. and I got a job here, and I have to work for my boss and st- stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And my parents they said I'm more comfortable in China and back in my home, so they want me to, you know, under their protection.、Mm-hmm. I I think they they definitely think that you know, like here you're just by yourself. You have to you know face everything, handle everything、mm-hmm. by yourself.、Mm-hmm. But back home, you have the entire family supporting you. Yeah, but when they're supporting me, they're also adding a、More、lot、stress. of pressures on me,、mm-hmm. and I have to, you know, handle all these feelings and all their expectations to me,、mm-hmm. and that's something that I don't want to have on my shoulder right now. Yeah. But how about like you are you know like working here in the states, knowing that they actually don't want you to stay here, like how do you handle this kind of stress? Um, I just forget. <laughs> just try、uh, to not to think about、uh-huh, it. Just leave it alone and、mm. told them to leave me alone at least for these two or three years. So it's、mm-hmm. not gonna be like life changing years for me because. No matter where I am, I need to work,、right. and I need to learn as much as I can. So it's the same. No matter I'm in I'm I'm in here or I'm back in China, but the experience like totally different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then you already said like you like LA, you like your life here, and then you also think like there are so much more for you to explore,、mm-hmm. and so many new things to learn about.、Mm-hmm. Well. It is true, cause like you got here, you finished your master, you started your influencer life, and then you land a job in a completely new industry. I think everyone has some like 
their own secrets from their parents right mm -hmm. so it's okay you know it's okay to you know keep something away from your parents they they don't need to know everything mm -hmm. yeah. exactly yeah. they just need to know the good thing i mean for most people getting selected for h1b is a good thing for them it's like the terrible news <laughs> <laughs> well the struggle is you know like very different compared to the few friends that i interviewed with because mm -hmm. like most of them is you know about the sponsorship or you know like finding their identity or even just finding a job here your <laughs> yours is quite different but yeah and from my experience is the job that found me not that i found it yeah so like each person has their very unique and personal journey in terms of like h1b and for you like you got it the first try yeah and i only got like one shot you only have one year for opt mm -hmm. and then you got it so Mm -hmm. lucky me huh <laughs> yeah very lucky spread the luck to the audience yeah <laughs> through your words <laughs> through this podcast mm -hmm. and i hope everyone who can listen till now can get the um, lottery next year <laughs> oh thank you for those lucky words <laughs> well you, since you're already you know like spreading out the luck to the audience do you want to give them some like messages or like something that you want them to know when they're you know start to find jobs yeah sure so I think there's two main points here um the first one would be um for us international students we need to know our strengths because mm -hmm. we uh because for from our like um cultural background and like for our bilingual advantage over the local students I think we can definitely have advantage over them um, for some like uh, international company. Right. So you need to actually know what your your strengths are and then to target the position that you you can I think win. that that really connects with the aspect of you like to try out new things because like, it's when you try out new things that you know more about your strengths and your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. just like getting to know more about yourself and you're more comfortable in terms of like what kind of jobs like uh, you have like maybe better chances of getting in. Mm -hmm. So the second point is that um, when life tries to give you treasure, it will place a lot of obstacles around it so mm. once you pass over to all this you know obstacles you can get the gift that life's tried to give you so just you know be patient and everything will come eventually yeah i think just you know to give it time a lot of the time it's like when you're doing something you don't know how it's going to turn out or you don't know when the results is going to show up, but you still have to do it. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of like invisible connection throughout each decision that mm -hmm. I made, like from the apartment choosing and then from the job hunting and from poker, poker. and everything seems like, you know, random thing but yeah it, it looks random like mm -hmm. the moment that you made the decision it looks like you know like they're independent mm -hmm. but like you know you're the person 
of all the decision that you made. So every doubt does connect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's my story. <laughs> so it has been so funny. Like um, now we're recording this podcast. She's sitting here very calmly to tell me and the audience about her career journey, her international student life. But just a few days ago, our conversation each day would be like, I asking Eris, do you want to quit today? Because she was under a lot of stress and then she wanted to quit. And then she even said to me, I don't think anyone would quit after they just got selected for H1B. Well, I want to ask you this question again, Eris, as like our last question for this episode. Mm -hmm. Do you still want to quit your job now? Not for now, but I'm not sure in the future. I mean, that's a really good answer because like, you know, like quitting sometimes is just that at that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you need to have the courage to quit. Mm -hmm. and when you really, really want to quit. Yeah, oftentimes people have like a backup plan before they quit. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to, you know, just quit without another job lined up. Mm -hmm. But maybe if I, you know, really can't stand it anymore, I will quit. I will quit. <laughs> <laughs> but as of right now, you're, you know, still okay to take the job. I think I just, you know, feel grateful for, you know, getting a job, getting mm -hmm. selected. And these are the thing that I want to embrace or I want to hold for now. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah. <laughs> Well, cherish the opportunity you have right now. But if there are, you know, better opportunities out there in the future, you know, it's okay to say yes to those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Aries. Thank you so much for, you know, being on my podcast today and then telling the audience about your story, your very unique one with the poker table. <laughs> I think like, you know, like, now, whenever people think of Eris, they think of two things. One, poker. I don't Second, want them to. Like, <laughs> I'm, just really? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, poker is a really fun game. Come, come oh, and play well, sometimes. Teach me. Like, I don't know how to play poker, but I have a poker face. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Please follow and subscribe to this podcast if you want to stay updated to the most recent content. You can also follow the podcast Instagram account. It's called the H1B Talk. And I sometimes share some behind the scenes and also previews of the podcast. If you want to be featured on this podcast, you can DM me on Instagram. You're listening to You're Not Alone, the H1B Talk podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary. Thank you so much for your time. Peace. I'll see you next time. You 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 put like your YouTube channel on the group chat, and then I <laughs> kind of watch your vlog. I believe it's um journey to Singapore. Oh yeah, yeah, because I I stayed in Singapore for like twenty some days to renew my visa. Yeah. Oh, so that was your first impression of me. Yeah. Oh. Besides, like your tiny box <laughs> in the Zoom. <laughs>
and yeah and that's when I realized that oh yeah I confirmed that you're you're like someone who I can talk to thank thanks for checking <laughs> I'm so lucky that I passed your background chat for being yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Host的鞋，host的鞋。哦，没事。没有吗？哎，怎么到我头上了？回去host的鞋，回去。等一下，我这个就放中间，还是放这儿？不久，我觉得要不然我们俩就哪会放中间？